Good evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radlich. And this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. Tonight, we are reviewing Impera by Ghost. Impera is the fifth studio album by the Swedish rock band Ghost. Released on March 11th, 2022, it was produced by Klaas Aulund, who also produced the band's 2015 album, Metaconia. No, Metaloria. Metallica. (laughs) Metachthonia? The release of Impera was preceded by three singles. The first, Hunter's Moon, which was released on September 30th, 2021, in support of the 2021 slasher film Halloween Kills. Raw, raw, we're an angry mob. Raw, raw, my name is Bob. And is featured as as part of the film soundtrack. The second single, Call Me Little Sunshine, which we did a Metal Hammer of Doom reaction on that nobody has seen because it was blocked on YouTube was released on January 20th, 2022, and the third, 20s, was released on March 2nd, 2022. The theme of Impera mainly focuses on the rise and fall of empires. It was an empire. Empire! The album received widespread critical acclaim because, of course, it did. It's fucking Ghost, and Ghost is awesome. Joining me on this journey is the one and only disapproving dad, big-time Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? Ah, Mark Radlich, I am here to talk more Ghost with you. I was able to be on the last review I think we did of this album, which was my, I think, first experience with this band. Mm-hmm. And I am excited, man. This is It's good to be back to be talking Ghost again. Uh, yeah, I'm excited too. Actually, I was playing this album earlier when I took my daughter to... I had to be primary parent tonight because my uh, my wife was out socializing. It's a little socialite she is, socializing with socialites. Um, so she abandoned her children and and <laughs> and said she was derelict in her duties. Is what happened. And uh, I had to take my daughter to musical theater, which is normally what she does on Wednesdays. But we were rocking out in the car, man. I mean, the little eleven-year-old musical theater kid, anime enthusiast. She was rocking out to Ghost, like you do. And speaking of uh, little kid anime enthusiasts, joining us also, once again, the Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. How do you do, sir? Well, they just released a new expansion pack for Super Robot Wars 30, which includes the animes uh, for Armored Trooper Votoms, mm-hmm. uh, which is a fucking fantastic 1980s real robot anime. So uh, anybody need something to go watch? Yeah, following the listening of their ghost podcast, there you go, uh, where you too can die alone. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so um, 
Jesse, we've reviewed a previous Ghost album, if I remember correctly. What were your expectations going into this one? Well, I was really hoping up, but it was, uh, hoping, hoping up. That's what I was going. I was hoping it would live up to my enjoyment of a prequel. I think is what mm-hmm. it was called, and you know that's all I wanted it to do because I was really, I was really amazed at what I heard uh, with prequel, and that's all I wanted to see was just a great follow up to it. Uh, so expectation wise, I think I may have heard the single that dropped and was like, okay, this is pretty decent. I wasn't wowed by it, but I remember thinking to myself, they, I mean, this, this album has a good shot, at least uh, being a, a decent album based off of that single. So that's kind of all I had going into this, man, was just a, a hope that it would actually be able to impress me like it did before. Uh, Robert, you know, the thing about Ghost is, well, you know, you have the guy that dresses up as the satanic pope and all of that. There's always a lot of pomp and circumstance. This is a very dramatic and uh, visually stimulating band, but like they're not the heaviest band I've ever heard. I think they've got some good rhythm to them. They've definitely got some very catchy songs, but they're not the heaviest band out there. It's I've always thought it was funny and maybe even ironic that such a band with with the presentation that that they are like they almost have like a cradle of filth presentation but they have like a modern pop rock vibe to them uh and that that always struck me as amusing what do you think yeah i mean they're uh i i started actually i got into them as they started really making some headway uh with their first album and i really enjoyed their sound i thought their sound was definitely a lot heavier starting out uh, but I really liked what they were bringing because it did bring sort of a uh, sort of a dark theater vibe to it, and I was like, oh, you know, they look kind of scary and intimidating in a way, and their music's got that little satanic edge. I'm like, okay, I can kind of dig this. And then as they've got more and more towards the uh, that pop vibe, uh, sort of the pop rock vibe away from the metal, uh, I, I have found found it kind of funny that it's. Uh, very much i've seen a few memes like this where it's the uh you know it's like a it's like a black house and a pink house beside each other and it's like the black house is how they look but the pink house is how they sound (laughs) (laughs) i've not i've not seen that but i i can definitely pick up what you're putting down there so um unless you guys have anything else jesse i don't know if there was something you wanted to add to our table setting and introduction here but i think we're ready to jump into the album yeah well let's go ahead and get into it All right, here we go with the scenario. Uh, First, we've got uh, no bananas. No, we've got Kaiserian. Now, we we cut all, like, the little interstitials out of here. Uh, We got Kaiserian, Spillways, and Call Me Little Sunshine.
Um, so I love all three of those songs, but I think right now my favorite one is Spillways, Jesse. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Call Me Little Sunshine has been an earworm for me since I started listening to the album. Anytime I listen to the album and go to bed the next morning, for some reason, that song is still resonating in my head. I really, really enjoy that song. Uh, I was just learning something new about this on genius.com usually I'll kind of follow along look at the lyrics just see what I can glean from uh, what we're hearing and if you've seen the cover of this album it's uh, like this figure kind of this decaying pope figure Mm -hmm. who's posing with his hands a certain way up against the cheeks Uh, and this is actually based off of a photo of Aleister Crowley Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we all may know who Aleister Crowley is. He was one of the controversial figures 
Oh my goodness. Uh, I want to say early 1900s. I could be wrong. I can't remember specifically because um, I do not have his bio in front of me. But I can tell you that the didn't we watch like a um, oh my goodness it was a Pennyworth that had him in it wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Was, yes. Was a character anyway. Anyway, somebody portrayed Aleister Crowley who's who's danced with the devil shall you uh, say there that he was definitely in the occult and and all sorts of dark things uh but anyway um call me a little sunshine is by far and away probably top three off this album for me but all three of these songs as we get into this album they're all three of them are great uh yeah. you know it again it's, it's not like something where you're just like oh let's skip any of this no we're we're off and going just like i kind of where we left off with prequel yeah, strong start here. So, Cooper, um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page again. It says, Musically, Impera has been described as hard rock, arena rock, glam metal, heavy metal, and pop rock. I, I, I suppose if you throw enough genres out there, you'll you'll hit it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a big list there. The album sound has been described as 80s pop and rock, which I do agree with. It has been compared to, and I, this is what I want to get your kind of reaction to, ABBA, Boston, Dio, Bon Jovi, who is slippery when wet, if you ask me, and Def Leppard, who pours sugar on me. The album is, the album, um, they talked about the rise and fall of empires, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is described to take place hundreds of years forward from the 14th century European Black Plague, era of Ghost's previous album, Prequel. So uh, just going back to the bands that they threw out there, that litany of rock bands and genres, uh, what do you think? you think that that accurately describes it? Would you narrow that down a bit? Uh, I mean... They definitely threw out a smorgasbord, you know? It's, yeah, they did. <laughs> it, it's one of those, they kind of debut, did butt shot with it. Just, you know, if you shoot it out, if you shoot it and it hits enough things, it'll definitely kill it. This is everything but death metal. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely. Uh, I'll say that, uh, yeah, definitely 80s arena rock for the that first song there. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it is... It was definitely far brighter than most of the music I think I'd really heard from them, uh, especially with the opening vocals. That was a yeah. very big surprise. Uh, uh, let's see. I would say a uh, little sunshine. Definitely, it was far moodier. Yeah, I don't know how much really uh, Bon Jovi I heard in that. But... Yeah, that's a tough one for me too. Uh, yeah, like, uh, Bon Jovi. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe as we get later into the album, we might be able to find something. But I don't mm. know. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can hear some a little Dio in there. I'm like, there's still some heavy guitar work in here, but this is to call this a metal album is like that time I made Rush my number one metal album of the year, and people shit their pants. And I was like, look, guys, <laughs> listen, listen to fucking Headlong Flight and tell me that's not a fucking metal song. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of weight, I think, on the lyrical content and yeah. you know, the the mood uh that this I band actually, puts forth. I Go was ahead. actually reading what Kasarian was about, and it's actually about a uh Are you on the Reddit like me? Uh no, I found the uh <laughs> that, that was that was very conspiratorial sounding. It's like, are you on that Reddit? With, with, with the chemtrails and, and the magic bullet, and did you know that, uh, you know, QAnon? Do you know the jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams? <laughs> Jesse, are you like a closet conspirator? Are you like Gavin, 
Like you use no. closet conspiracy. No, I do. Theorists. I did love Conspiracy Corner when it was on the Casual Heroes, though. I really enjoyed that when that was happening. Sure, but no, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was so, because they threw themselves headlong into every single conspiracy. It was just like the paranoia from that group of guys is palpable. <laughs> they 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 believed every single one of them. It was. It was I, I remember it was being schooled on some kind of airport that was in the shape of a swastika. Yeah, the the, so the Denver was, airport, I think, is what it there is. There we go. Okay, all right. But anyway, Coop, tell me what a Kaiserion is because I've I've got a little bit of an explanation I from the Reddit. Too. Believe that's Generation Three Transformer. <laughs> I was thinking Gen 2 myself. Maybe, uh, I think it was maybe a Japanese-only uh, Headmasters version. Do you remember when Kaiserion showed up in the final season of Transformers and he, and he, and he shot Galvatron in the, in the Tukas? Yeah, no, he actually, uh, he's like, you want another port to shoot out of? I got you, big boy. That's right. And then him and, and then Kaiserion and Unicron went and got married and had... Just go ahead, Coop. <laughs> I've lost the you know, thread. I carry on. I just have <laughs> the control. <Go> ahead. <laughs> that's uh, that's the gay agenda, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Fear it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this was about a. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was pretty much a pagan scholar that was. Uh, she was like raped and murdered and burned oh. alive inside of a. Uh, I think it was inside of a church or something like that. Gosh, now I feel bad hey. for cracking wise about it. Ah, uh, well, I mean, what can I say? Uh, a Transformer's a Transformer. But, uh... <laughs> Just as J.K. Rowling. Hey, now! Oh, That's what I called for. Ooh, everybody was gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking but, Roger from uh, American Dad. Everybody gay! But yeah, it's uh, it was kind of talking about how he was comparing it. It's like you know, it's kind of like now we're uh, we're in a lot of ways religion uh, is kind of tearing down a lot of sort of scientific fact and belief, and it's just uh, trying to replace it as the uh, standard. He also mentioned the burning of the Library of Alexandria and how much human knowledge must have been lost then. Right, and is I found there? that quite interesting. Is it? Can you? Can we? Can we? definitely say that the majority of people are in the world like the like more than 50 percent of the people let's just say in, in in the western modern world so north america and europe are just abandoning science and you know it feels like you know and i don't know i don't know the stats on this but i feel like most people got vaccinated <laughs> i feel like most people um I go along with typical mainstream modern science. I feel like the you know this like oh my god, science religion is tearing down science and making idiots of people. Yes, but that is a small portion of the greater population. Maybe I'm wrong, Jesse. They're just very loud. They are very loud. And I work with a lot of them. Yay, the South. It's just a. It's sad what you start to see, but the thing is, is like Coop's right. The more vocal that they are, that's those are the people that you're going to see the most. That's yeah. the thing. So you don't know what actual, uh, you know, the actual maybe common sense that actually lurks beneath social media and all that. Um, right. I do think I do think social media tends to give a false window. You know, right? It, well, yeah, it's an echo looking, chamber. 
It, well, it's a looking glass window where if you look in social media, you think the vast majority of people are, you know, like, <laughs> are, uh, what do you call it? Um, Idiots? No, damn it. <laughs> Old Testament fucking fire and brimstone religious zealots that are, you know, that are destroying science and civilization and everything that gets in this path. It's like, they're really not, though. That's a small, you know, most people... <laughs> That window shows you those people, but it's still, I have to imagine, statistically, it's less people than the average. Yeah. Which drives me a little nuts because, like, this is something we've talked about with ministry and OTEP and and, and some other bands (laughs) that got, like, you know, Day Fly Over, Day Fly Over, Prophets of Rage, as much (laughs) as I like them, um, where they get so caught up in wanting to clap back at those people it's like you know you're fighting just a vocal minority right like this isn't right. worth wasting time on at least that's my opinion right right i hear you for sure all right just, um just get enough conspiracies i'm just saying <laughs> everybody can be the majority if you believe in enough conspiracies that's true all right let's go ahead and let's listen to three more songs and then uh jesse's going to talk to us about what the angry metal guy thinks since we really have nine of these to do tonight Ready? All right. So here we go with the next group here. We've got uh, Hunter's Moon, Watcher in the Sky, and Twenties. It's been a long time coming. I'm coming back for you, my friend. To where we'd hide as children. I'm coming back for you, my friend.
So real quick on that last one, um, and then uh, do a quick plug, and then I'll, I'll throw it over to you, Jesse. So <laughs> I had a con- I, I, I've been talking pretty publicly about um, my wife and I deciding that a couple months ago we wanted to make friends. You know, a lot of people are starting to emerge from their bubbles from the pandemic. Um, a lot of people coming out of their caves and whatnot. Like, eh, is it safe to come out now? Um, and one of the things that we both acknowledged, Jesse, was, you know, like, hey, we would like to have a new circle of friends. Um, the circle of friends we had is fine, but, you know, life life changes. It's hard to it's hard to meet up with people. And, you know, as adults with grown, you know, not totally grown, but I'm an 11 and an 8-year-old, and they mostly take care of themselves now. So, right. so it's like, hey, let, let's get out there. Let's meet people. Let's, let's, let's make friends. And um, the net result has been we are not home as much as we used to be. We uh, like Saturday night, Melissa and I went out and we were not home until very late. And I like, you know, as a father, I check in with my kids. I know, I know you do the same. Like, you know, you, you have some alone time with them. You're like, hey, how are things going? Like, try to get them to open up to you. Right, Jesse? Yeah. So I drove Lily to musical theater tonight, and I said, you know, your mom and I have not been around as often as we used to be. How are you feeling about that? And she goes, first, you're grown-ass adults. I assume you're fine. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Wait for her age? Okay. Yeah, I was like, way to go, 11-year-old. She's like, whatever it is you people are doing, it's fine. My only issue is that when you're out as late as you were Saturday, it's not that... I didn't mind the alone time. It is, I just start to worry that something happened to you guys, and that's why you're out as late as as you were. The other thing that I get worried about is that in the absence of having parents home, and I'm paraphrasing here, but in the absence of having parents home, um, that we're going to have a situation where maybe the guy from Scream calls and asks me if I like scary movies. And I thought that was hilarious. According to to Caleb, that, that guy's name is Scream. That guy, right, so, so Scream might call and ask her if she likes scary movies, and then what is she supposed to do uh, if we're not here to take that call for her or protect her from, you know, Ghostface? Which, yeah. I, thought was, which I thought was hilarious. And the reason why I, I brought all of that up is we're listening to this album, and that song came on, and it didn't get to quite to that part yet, but there's a part of the song where he kind of stops singing and he's more talking, and it sounds like the guy from Scream. It absolutely, oh, yeah. <laughs> it absolutely sounds like he's gonna ask if you like scary movies, and like we listened, we we listened to it a couple of times, and we heard him do that bit. He's like, "Listen up, motherfuckers!" And I was just like, "See, that's what's gonna happen, Lily. So no one's gonna call and ask you if you like scary movies because that's played out. He, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the guy from Ghost Calling, and he's gonna be like, "Listen up, motherfucker!" You know, and then just hang it up because there's no point. Oh man, <laughs> all that's of frightening. The- all of that to say, did you like my little anecdote there, Jess? I like it. I like it. It's, it's scary stuff. Um, all of that to say that Grammarly is uh, giving away a free de- offering, a free download of the Grammarly software for you listeners of Metal Hammer of Doom. Grammarly's AI powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. Jesse, what do you and the angry metal guy think about all this? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, just real quick, my personal 
personal favorite song off of this album is Watcher in the Sky. Yeah, it's a I good one. I really, really dig that song. Uh, 20s has the Grab Em All by the Hoo-Ha. So, <laughs> you know, that's going to at least get a nod from me. I love how that song starts out. Uh, you know, it's like this great orchestra almost. Uh, you know, it's just this crazy... Uh, you, you picture like it's definitely a commentary a political commentary when you listen to the lyrics of that song obviously it's making allusions to what Trump said but uh, it's it's interesting to hear the the story that's kind of being told by this guy who's like hey guys you know what we are in control now all these people you know that are there's going to be licking our boots and we're going to be rich and uh, it's 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 a it's a cool little story um so, let's talk about reviews here real quick. I do have a review from the Angry Metal Guy. That's oh, my right. God. We actually have a review from the Angry Metal Guy tonight? He brought to you by Grammarly? A... That's right. <laughs> uh, the, the artist, well, I should say the, uh, the artist, the author uh, of said review is a, a person by the name of Feligand. Uh, so that is the pen name attached to this. We'll talk about their final thoughts here after we go through some of the other reviews that I was able to find, just to kind of give you some uh, maybe a good idea as to what other sites are thinking uh, when they've reviewed this album. So taking a look at Metacritic, we'll start there. That's, you know, it's the big broad range. We, we used broad earlier, didn't we? Um, no, that was only <laughs> <there. laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, so the Metascore for this is a total of 84. User score is giving it an 8.8, .8, and that's out of 10, I would assume. Uh, we have Blabbermouth. Blabbermouth came in at 8 out of 10 with this, and then... Riff Magazine. So the neat thing about Ghost, we've already talked about it. They're cross uh, genre. You know, you, you've got a lot of metal fans who really enjoy Ghost and what came before. So there's going to be a lot of those re reviewers out there taking a listen to this album. There's also going to be some uh, more pop uh, leaning reviewers as well giving this album a listen. Uh, so RiffMagazine.com gave this a 9 out of 10. Pop Matters gave this an 8 out of 10, and I think that was all. Metal Injection, did they give this a rating? Oh, yeah, Metal Injection, 9 out of 10. So very high scores for this album. And I will say, I've enjoyed everything we've heard so far. I've had no complaints whatsoever, so those reviews I'm not going to argue with. Uh, but let's get back to Feligand here on the Angry Metal Guy, and I'll just kind of read uh, the last few sentences of his review his or her review, Feligan's review. And metal or not, Impera is a success. It's not a perfect album, nor will it resonate with everyone, but an accessible, engaging occult rock record that explores the cynical nature of empires by way of both hooks and heft is a record worth my time. Hopefully, you'll give it some of yours. And they gave it a three and a half out of five. Sometimes it's funny to watch these guys review an album and go into all this detail and then just give it a three and a half out of five like this feels a little bit stronger for me but then again these are the angry metal guys so i don't want to argue with them mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah there you go mark that's uh that's how everybody's feeling out there is it weird that like i like the album a little less now because it got such rave reviews <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I you can put this album on. Here's the thing: what makes it a good album is you can put it on and you can listen to it all the way through without complaining about something or yeah, skipping no, something. No, if, that if makes I'm, it a good album. No, if I'm being fair, it's a it's a solid album. I I just I it's got such high reviews because I I really feel like a lot of known reviewers out there are very much in a box and if the album they're reviewing sits firmly in that box it's almost like an uncritical appreciation of it it's like oh it's it's the very it's the one thing we look for in music and it hit it so it's it's automatically good and it's like gosh i wish there were a little bit more critical analysis on the other hand it really is a good album but i I can't really argue with it but i'm conflicted robert Uh, cooper unconflict me in what manner (laughs) in anybody you choose big boy (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know i i do see what you're saying on that uh at this point i'm not really surprised that sort of the uh more pop uh i guess oriented review segments for ghosts because i mean they're a critically successful band they financially successful obviously when my buddy Nick who one day I will get on this podcast went and saw them he told me they weren't very heavy like they played probably a solid two hours and their stuff was he's like it was good it was great to hear but it's like they weren't it wasn't very metal which you know it's it's fine this definitely feels more like a this is definitely more of like a definitely a rock album more I can definitely hear that 80s arena rock it has a lot more brightness than some of their previous music that I've listened to. Uh, but I mean, I feel, I feel like that solid, maybe that three and a half to four out of five. I think maybe it's a little light. I think it's a little lighter than what I personally prefer. And I also do feel that in terms of what you're sort of, I, or maybe sort of your more mainstream reviewers as well as your metal, your metal faithful, if you will. I think it offers enough to both where that both parties can really enjoy. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I think that if you are a mainstream reviewer, there's nothing so incredibly heavy off of this album where you're turned off from it. I think you as a, a person that just enjoys a good hard rock album are are so far going to be I mean, just perfectly pleased. The eleven year old musical theater girl liked it. Right. She was jamming out right. to it. You know, my boy, uh, you know, Caleb loved Watcher in the Sky. I, he specifically, it's very rare, but, you know, I'll play some stuff and he will every once in a while say, Dad, I kind of like that song. Right. Uh, and Watcher in the Sky was one of them that stood out to him. He's like, I really like the way that that sounds. So they have a way of appealing to the masses. All right. Um, let's move on to our last set of three for the evening and then we will uh, get out of Dodge. Uh, we've got Hyah. Uh, darkness at the heart of my love, Griftwood, and respite on the Spitalfields. When the summer dies, severing the time, I'm with you all. Serpentine, 
Jesse, if I'm the light, will you be my shadow? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Certainly. I don't know, man. You are in my shadow. I'm Mr. Big Time, so. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh well, my goodness. So wait, you're, See, I was going to well, say. Well, isn't that what I said, though? You're the, you're the shadow and I'm the light? I, I Well, that would, that would mean that you are creating 
my shadow. And okay. No, no, I overshadow you, sir. Oh, okay. So you're the light, and I'm the shadow. You well, you are in my shadow. I don't. You don't actually. You aren't this. You aren't in this equation at all, Mark. So oh, just... for fuck's sake, Jesse. <laughs> Here I am reaching out to you, and you reject me. I feel. I feel rejected. Just if you're gonna be his shadow, please do it respectfully. I'm still terrified of Al Jolson. <laughs> oh, um, hang on. I want to see something real quick. Uh, Jesse, just start talking, and then I'm gonna. Uh, no, wait, here we go. I just want to know. I just want to know, Jesse. I just want to know. Will we break away together? I'll be the shadow, Jesse. You'll be the light. Nothing ever lasts forever, Jesse. We will go sovereign into the night. Don't you feel this way too? Oh man, great, great stuff. <laughs> oh, Robert Cooper. Robert Cooper. We're leaving the city, so this is farewell. Goodbye, Seven Sisters and Saint Jezebel. The moon in the gutter has a story to tell. One day he will come back from the bowels of hell. This is like really good lyric writing. It's pretty cool. Um, the lyrics of that one, like I know you're like lyric guy, Jesse, but the lyrics actually that stuck out to me. But the one thing I, I do want to say, and then I'll give it to you guys for your final thoughts. I wasn't hearing a tremendous amount of Def Leppard until Griftwood, and then I was like, oh my god, that is right out of a Def Leppard album. Like that, that opening, that Robert, that opening guitar. Like I don't know how much Def Leppard you've experienced in your life, but I'm like that. I've heard that before, and I'm trying. I'm like, am I thinking of Bon Jovi? No, it's Def Leppard. Um. So yeah. So it was like Spillways I, and, and Griftwood right there for me. I I've not actually listened to a ton of uh, Def Leppard. Like I know the hits, but everybody knows the hits. Sure, everyone has some sugar poured on them. Yeah, in the name of love. Right. Uh. And, and unless unless you really, really, really don't want ants in your house, and then you're not going to do that. Sure. Because nobody, nobody wants ants. Ants but, at a picnic? <laughs> that's just going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I definitely, as, as, you, as we started getting towards the end of the album, where I feel like there was a little uh a little more ballad work, if you will. Yeah. I definitely was getting more of your Def Leppard vibes uh, in the sound they were bringing out. Actually, that last song there, it was a little heavier than it, uh, than it initially started. But when it started initially, when I was listening today, I was like, huh, are we really going to go out on a ballad, guys? <laughs> and then it gets heavy. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I can I can deal with this. Right. Right. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed this album. Um, I thought it was great. I had a good time with it. Uh, I think Ghost puts out, like, solidly top-tier stuff. Um, and uh, I'll probably... This one is one I might, like, revisit in the future. You know, if I'm driving along singing a song, I might want to go back to it and be like, hey, you know, I remember this album being pretty cool. I'm, I think I want to listen to it again. Mark, I've, I've sent you something, Okay. Okay. And I want you to see if you can find that real quick. I just play, shut down my fucking Spotify, dude. You've got to be you've got to be kidding me. Oh my Why fucking god. That? Because we were done. I was starting to build the page while you guys do an hour and a half of plugs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, Are you Brooks and Dunn? Don't don't you whatever me, Starcher, <laughs> you fool. Uh, well, okay. Well, I mean, no, that's I can, fine. I, can... I, I re-fucking opened it. I got it. I, oh, I, I would no. You... <laughs> oh, no. He pushed a button, ladies and gentlemen. I made him push a button. Oh, oh gosh. You are a fiend. <laughs> and a... 
well, and a villain, do, sir. All I want you to do is I want you to play the beginning of Driftwood. Okay. And it only has to be the first five, ten seconds, whatever. Oh my God, I've already deleted the playlist. <laughs> the name of the song is Griftwood. Type it uh, in up there at the search box. I got it. Thanks. All right, there you go. And then just play like the first ten seconds. Okay. Okay, so play. play. <clears throat> Am I supposed to just play Griftwood, then come back to you and play something else, or can you give me the full set of instructions? Oh, and then yeah, then you can play the song I just sent you in uh, chat. Okay, I got it. So give me a second here to redo fucking everything. <laughs> I hear a lot of bitches. Alright, so that's 10 seconds of Griftwood. Now, ain't talking about. Here we go. All right, see what you're saying there, Jesse. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> where I, that's the song I was trying to think of when I first heard it. So yeah, you know that was that? what song no, is that, that? That was my that was my Siri that went off. Um, right. So that was "Ain't Talking About Love" by Van Halen, the 2015 remaster. Right. right oh. Right. Yeah. So it, that's and there's another there's another nod because I specifically sent you guys a message and I was like, do they do this often? Where they will take and I remember this in prequel they did something similar where they did a nod towards like some type of 80s song. Um, and they did the same thing a couple times in this album. So, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy that. That's, that's perfectly fine. Um, yeah. Hey man, this was a very, very solid album through and through. There's not a song on here that I'm immediately like, okay, I need to change it. Uh, when we hit twenties, I think that's kind of like the climax of this yeah uh, that's right baby uh they're gonna be grinding in a pile of moolah too grabbing people by the hoo-ha um <laughs> but i think Got that's you like, all in check <laughs> that's kind of like the climax of this album and the other songs kind of after that are just as we go through the conclusion of it you know it's kind of like the um yeah and and that final song it, it is epic in scope I think just like Coop said it starts out kind of like in this, this slow ballady form and then it really starts to get heavy and of course when you look at the lyrics it's it's um, it's actually I was just looking on Genius again they were talking about how that song is about Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah there's uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff can be had with this album a lot of good times I should say so I, you know, I've enjoyed myself, so there, here we go. All right, Coop, your final thoughts, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, uh, this album, again, just like you, you guys were saying, a lot of 80s illusions in what they're overall offering. Again, I'll, I, I know I can probably just beat this dead horse. Here, horsey, horsey. <laughs> Come here, but, Mongo. <laughs> Mongo, only pawn in Game of Life. Uh, (laughs) but uh i I do wish this album were a little heavier but at the same time like at this point this is ghost kind of like opeth i love opeth 
or I did love Opeth. Now they're a 70s prog rock fucking tribute band, and they're never going to play death metal again. And that's kind of something you just have to learn to accept. Like, this is how Ghost is now. Either you uh, accept uh, what they have and appreciate it, or you're, if you don't like it, that's fine. Go fucking listen to something else. Uh, I'd give it a solid four out of five. Like, I like what they offer. It's a very catchy album. Uh, definitely one with some good earworms and some repents. Definitely some music worth repeating uh, on the playlist at the end of the year. All right, folks. And that uh, is the end of our review for Ghost Impera. should probably start to stop doing what I'm doing and pay attention and do my outro. Um, Metal Hammer of Doom's coming up. So you heard us earlier. We had a slight reshifting of the calendar because I can't read dates anymore. Um, so April 27th. Ironic. So April 27th, we'll do Lordy Spooky Sextravaganza Spectacular. Um, we normally do <laughs> we normally do the Metal Hammer of Doom a week before for the upcoming album, but we did one for Romstein tonight. It's currently blocked, so maybe by the time the al- we, we actually do the review for Zeit, it'll be unblocked. Um, as is our as as was our Metal Hammer of Doom extra for Call Me Little Sunshine, still blocked. But we hey, that one's got two weeks left before it's unblocked again. So whatever. Uh, but we'll do we'll do another Lordy review. We'll do the Lordy album review, and that'll be fine. And then that brings us into May. Um, May fourth is Rammstein Zeit, and then May eleventh is Fozzy Boombox. We take a break so that Jesse and I can do Homicide: Life on the Street season six. Hopefully, one of my people in this house won't uh, shit up the toilet. Um, <laughs> again, <laughs> um, the twenty May twenty fifth, Robert Cooper takes over the show. I will just press buttons and make funny commentaries. He will actually be leading the charge because we will be talking about Watain, the agony and ecstasy of Watain. And then I'm back in charge again. It's the day before my birthday. It's my birthday party. We're gonna wear. We're gonna wear hats. We're gonna have a Is good that time. All wearing though. Yes. Um, Yay. Oh, my God. The the Metal Hammer of Doom Extra, all naked. By the way, have you heard Jason Teasley and I's idea for the shirtless podcast? Uh, No, but I don't think I want to be involved. (laughs) No. See, Jason and I are on a quest to to have fuck me bods. You know, we want want to have fuckable bods. Yeah. And, uh, you know, nice, nice. I mean, anything's a fuckable bod if the lights are out. I'm just saying. I want to have, okay, okay, but I want to have, like, Tinder fuckable bod. Okay? I want to look nice in a, I want to look nice in a dating profile. Okay? (laughs) Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Well, right now, sure, I look like a potato, but, um. Well, soon you're going to look like a French pie, big boy. So I know I'm working out. I'm going to the gym. I'm running and I'm biking and I'm trying to get into fuck me bod shape. Anyway, so it's Jason. And so we decided that we were going. So he's coming down, I think, either either October and or December. And in December, we're doing a 5K Tough Mudder um, to kind of put an exclamation mark on all of this working out that the two of us have been doing and encouraging each other on social media. (laughs) So we decided as one of the activities we want to do to celebrate, we're going to do an entire podcast, Jesse. We're going to do it seriously. We're going to do like a movie review and take it totally seriously, but we're both going to be on camera shirtless and not sell it at all. What do you think about that? Nice. That is fantastic. That's that the one for the ages. Not even the Discord that are, you know, the W2M Discord is going to be ready for this. This, this is no. going to be this is going to be the thing that sets 
W2M, <laughs> currently known as W2M, maybe known as American Whammy sometime in the near future, uh, into the stratosphere. It's going to be American Joe... Whammy? It's going to be Joe... It's going to be Joe Rogan and the American Whammy Podcast Network. Okay. Yeah, don't ask me about American Whammy. I, I will. I, what well, the I, fuck I, is American Whammy? It's not W2M, I'll tell you that much. But, but, uh, is everybody rebranding? My, is my life a lie? <laughs> I, have to, I have to go to the Google machine. <laughs> yeah. I, I will talk to you guys offline about this current bit of nonsense. But anyway... Uh, that brings us to June 1st. Where, again, we're doing Def Leppard, Diamond Star Halos, and we will be naked wearing party hats because it's my birthday, Jesse. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, cool. Um, speaking of naked wearing a party hat, creator, hate Uber Alice on June 8th. Then we take another break. We have the final ep- final season of Homicide Life on the Street Season 7. And then we're back to Lordy with Skeletric Dinosaur. And then Ailstorm closing out June Seventh rum of the seventh rum. You excited, Jesse? Am I ever? Yes, sir. He's yes, so sir. excited that he's got three wooden legs just to just to waiting. <laughs> wait. Yes, sir, re Bob. All right, that's all for me. Thanks. I'm driving. Jesse, go ahead and tell him about your uh, your big time comic podcast. Oh my goodness, the Source Material Comics Podcast. That's right. We've got our own feed. A big time, right on out of the Rattlech and Broadcasting feed. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah he told me to go fuck myself. Is what happened. <laughs> He's like, remember how remember how grateful I was that you gave me an opportunity to do a podcast for free on your on the network that you pay for. It? Yeah, go fuck yourself. How's that sound? <laughs> Well, so anyway. Hop in the car, kids. are going on a guilt trip. <laughs> uh, you're not uh, wrong. Well, okay. So, hey, we recorded Tripped Up Trivia this past weekend. It was on Magic. That's right. It was Magic in Films. Who all showed up for that? In print. Uh, well, I had we had Evan Bevins. We had... Uh, Cole Cash, which is a professional wrestler, independent professional wrestler from the area down here. Uh, we also had, oh my goodness, well, I, of course my co-host showed up for that. Brandon Full of Dueling Ogres. Oh, wow. David Wright. David Wright was invited, and uh, we started the show at 9. And the, he sent a message like, what time are we starting? At 10 p.m. And we're like, bro, you're an hour late. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. So, so David unfortunately couldn't make it. Uh, and then we had a fourth person. Who was the fourth person? Uh, it was oh, it was Amber Teasley. Amber Teasley came on. So we had oh, you we did had get a, Amber. Yeah, we had four. Well, it was going to be five, but we got four on there, and it was a fun time. Like I said, magic and film, print, and in games. Uh, so it it was it was really fun to talk about that. And uh, the there was some competition towards the end, like some. There's a comeback. So uh, if you're, I'm not going to say who won, but I will tell you that be ready because it gets interesting uh, definitely towards the end of that game. So if, that's going to be airing, I believe, this coming week some at some point. I've got to edit it and have it ready to rock and roll before the end of the month. Uh, but that right there is not on my feed. That's on the Rattletch and Broadcasting feed because that's how much I love those guys. You know that, Mark? Did you know that? Um, Mark's silently sitting over there looking at his phone. I guarantee it. Extreme I'm not looking justice. at my phone. I'm just letting you finish. Yes, I love you. Please continue. <laughs> Extreme I, justice. We, we still have to do the Amazon plug, which I forgot about. So we'll hurry oh, the fuck up already. Oh boy, Amazon has 
been not getting much love from us. Didn't get any love from Homicide Life on the Street at <laughs> all. Well, that was a fuck night. That was, Although, I oh. will tell you that you could probably find plungers on Amazon.com. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they can definitely plug your toilet. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Um, we are recording our unspoken issues on anarchy. So I don't know if anybody knows much about this series. came out in the 90s. Uh, it was a... Uh, uh, anti-hero, I guess you'd say, uh, vigilante that spun out of the Batman comics. So we're recording that tomorrow with, uh, well, <laughs> the anti-fascist uh, Dean Compton and Derry Waite's going to be on there. So a lot of political commentary, I have a feeling, is going to be happening in this uh, 90s comic book discussion. And then we have uh, Cosmic Carnage is on the feed right now. So if you want to listen to how the Carnage symbiote gets a hold of the Silver Surfer, look out. It's some crazy, crazy stuff. Go check that out. That is one of the more recent episodes on the, uh, on the, uh, yeah, source material comics feed. Uh, we got some. Uh, me and Ronnie, we're going to try and get a comic done here uh, within the week or so. Uh, nothing's come about, so we're, that's probably going to be on the back burner at some point, or we're going to get to that. And I think we're going to try to do something for Superblog Team Up uh, in regards to Image Comics. I think it might just be me though, um, just because things are kind of. Things are getting tight now. I think that's supposed to be happening next week. But um, other than that... We're recording Sunday for in the Superblog team-up is Monday. We are recording Sunday? Evan, let me try this again. Evan Bevins and I are recording on Sunday for a debut on Monday. Oh, what are you guys recording again? Uh, Term Life. Comic oh, script. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, oh, well, that's cool. That's good. Good deal. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, hey, you know, that's all I have for my plugs. Robert Cooper, take me home, baby doll. Well, I mean, I have a friend of mine that did a podcast once like a year ago. That was cool. Gonna remind me while I'm sober, but she got a boyfriend now, so uh, she, she's far more uh, focused on that than grinding that podcasting life. Hashtag, uh, hashtag tough mudden podcast. And then what you fucking called it the entire time you were talking about that fucking tough mud and jog you and Jason are going on. I'm like, damn it, we just finished talking about Lordy a few weeks ago. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that is definitely some tough mudding for somebody, that's for sure. It's a real uh, pain in the ass, if you will. Uh, I mean, yeah, beyond that, uh, I don't do any other podcasts at this point because uh, it's a lot of work, you know, just sitting here on my ass with a fucking fat cat in my lap and eating macaroni (laughs) like that. There are there are other things in life I could be doing right now, like uh, unfortunately unearthing more sections of YouTube that I didn't know existed. Well, before we go, I just want to remind everybody that this Ghost album is available on Amazon Music uh, Unlimited. And we happen to be giving away a free trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service at uh, getamazonmusic.com slash W2M network. That's getamazonmusic.com slash W2M network. For your free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service, you can listen to all the Ghosts you want, all their albums, including this one. And with that said, because I... I, did you need to ramble anymore, or are you good? 
American well, I'm whammy. I'm good, ma'am. <laughs> Are you eating more macaroni and cheese? You're darn tootin'. I <laughs> see. I am a podcasting professional. You certainly sound not like only. It. Oh yeah, no. Not only do I show up on time to everything, <laughs> and stay on topic 100% with the most pertinent and deep cutting information possible. Uh huh. I know how to fucking boil water and throw in macaroni. It's you know what that is that is truly what I offer in this life. Every I love it. Every word you say is another minute I'm delayed from running. I just want you to know that. Well, you know what? I got the runs too. I've got diarrhea. Oh, no. <laughs> With that said. All right, folks, the scatological podcast is now closed. Be well, be safe and behave. <laughs>